Richard Arnold's in from the United States. We've heard about Trump's charges. Now Trump's taxes, Congress is to meet about whether they should be made public. Oh, that's right, Tim. You know, there's a children's book about one character's quite terrible, horrible, uh, no good, very bad week. Donald Trump could relate, I think. Uh, today it's going to be, yes, another challenge to the Donald. One day after the January the 6th panel blamed the former president uh, for being the instigator of the Capitol riot almost two years back and called for four criminal charges to be pursued against him, there's a congressional vote today on whether to release his tax returns. Every other modern US president, as we know, except for Trump, uh, made their tax returns public when they ran for office. As for the Donald, when he first sought the White House, he said he would love to release his tax returns, but he never did. He always claimed they were under order. tax department never could comment because of privacy rules. So all that amid accusations that Trump actually paid um, little in taxes. And just days ago in court, the Trump Organization and its CFO were found guilty on all counts of criminal tax fraud in a case where Donald was not directly named, but certainly was implicated. Uh, Trump himself claims his taxes are, quote, very beautiful. Everything, all approved. He claims a House committee ways and means finally after years and years and years got copies of the Trump taxes and they will vote shortly in uh, two or three hours on whether to make these taxes public. Republicans are opposing the release of the Trump tax returns. They argue it would set a bad precedent using taxes for political purposes. Uh, But this vote finally will bring the Trump tax issue to a crunch. The issue has been bubbling for a long, long time, as I say. Meanwhile, outgoing Congress member Republican Liz Cheney got in a parting verbal jab as uh, Trump during the uh, January the 6th findings when she said of the uh, former president, No man who would behave that way at that moment in time can ever serve in any position of authority in our nation again. He is unfit for any office. Uh, She has certainly proven herself uh, effective at uh, making those zingers in these uh, hearings. While Trump has given little response to read the latest uh, troubles, except to issue on his social media, uh, (laughs) referring to the uh, January uh, 6th panel's recommendations, quote, what doesn't kill me makes me stronger. All right. Uh, I wonder if Elon Musk might want to use uh, that kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, comment uh, in res- well given he's been making a lot of comments hasn't he that's, uh, that's part of the problem he can't help himself but uh, 57% said he ought to step down as CEO of Twitter doesn't mean he's got to sell the thing he might but uh, well leading up to the actual purchase we got indications that he sort of regretted the whole thing what will he do do you think Well, we'll see. It appears to change day by day, doesn't it? The word is that uh, Musk is actively searching for a new Twitter CEO, Uh, not to say that he's he's going to step back too far from all of this, but uh, his short-term running of the social media site in the job he calls the chief twit has been, shall we say, turbulent. Uh, then he posted that informal poll you mentioned asking Twitter users what they think about his, uh, his management or mismanagement as uh, numbers of people have been fleeing Twitter and the value of his Tesla stock has been uh, plummeting and he's been forced to sell billions of his own stock holdings in Tesla to uh, fund some of these disasters. Uh, so <laughs> we'll see if any of this uh, actually uh, eventuates as all of this goes on. And you wonder whether this will become a, a new sort of corporate management style. Will, will lots of managers put out polls to their workers? Do you want me to stay? Do you want me to go? What do you reckon? Crikey. Uh, just think of the potential <laughs> consequences. Can I, can I ask you, uh, on, on a personal sense, I, uh, you've lived in America for many, many years now. 
and uh, worked there. Uh, how, have you actually got used to tipping it there, or is it, is it still something that feels a bit awkward? Well, certainly it's part of the culture here because uh, exactly. people in a lot of the service industries don't get paid um, uh, full wages as they do in, um, in other countries. And so uh, everybody recognises that this is a requirement. If people are going to continue in these uh, roles in restaurants or whatever, uh, these tips are a part of the uh, process. But what has changed in recent times is that with the digital technology, uh, even in uh, the most ordinary circumstances, you find these things popping up and you're confronted by people who are uh, helping you out. Do you want to tip them, you know, 15%, 20%, you know, tick this box while they're staring right at you. So oh, yeah. uh, that is something that has uh, drawn some discussion. Is this the way this should be going? And should people be tipped in this age of the coronavirus pandemic simply for uh, telling you where to put your credit card in the slot? Yeah, that's. Uh, uh, I'm glad you're across it, <laughs> since I ambushed you with that particular one. Uh, but yeah, it's really quite interesting, isn't it, that now the FPOS terminal, when they hand it to you for you to put your code in and what have you, it does just that right in front of you. How much do you want to tip? 10, 15, 25%? And then there was it's different, isn't it? It's a whole new era, and I think people, uh, you know, the ears outrageous. are pricking about <laughs> Express yourself here, Tim. Well, I, well, I have noticed in, in Australia, when I've been in Australia, I haven't been for a little while, but I have noticed that tipping's become more common there. Uh, and uh, it's, it's not still, it's not uh, something that doesn't happen here at all, but I'd say it happens here a lot less uh, than it does even in Australia. And I think it's a really interesting cultural thing. Uh, well, it is interesting because here, as I say, there is a history here and it's tied into the uh, salary process and uh, without tips, people wouldn't be surviving. So it's a different no. deal. And it's all part of uh, you can pay less if a person is regarded to be a tipped employee uh, than you would pay if somebody is not a tipped employee. It's fascinating stuff. Thanks so much, Richard, and we'll catch you um, at the end of the week before Christmas. Uh, Richard Arnold, our correspondent in the United States. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to The Parenting Hangover. It's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl, and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy, you've got a girl, get the snip. You're you done. Got- you get to figure out what it's like raising a girl, you get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a shit ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clint and Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.